Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Well, it's 2020. It's the beginning of a new millennium. Like I remember planning for 2020 years ago. My salon had a really clear and set vision and mission for 2020, but it felt so big and far away. And now we're here. Happy New Year. I remember as a kid thinking 2020 was going to be like the Jetsons. The Jetsons. Like, do you remember the Jetsons? Are you old enough to remember the Jetsons? It was this cartoon about a family and they had flying cars and they flew around. I actually Googled it. It was set in 2062. (laughs) But we're almost there, right? Flying cars, you know, driverless cars. We're not too far away. So this is big. Like 2020 is a big deal. So I want to make sure that you make 2020 your year. It is certainly going to be mine. Maybe you've had a feeling of stuck or like nothing that you have tried in 2019 has really worked. And maybe this year you've felt overwhelmed with all the things. Has this last year been full of too many cans open, too many things on the bubble and not actually getting any shite done? What if we could make 2020 a breakthrough year for you rather than just having another year of average? So. Before we look at the five things that you should be thinking about to make 2020 your breakthrough year, I want to know what you're doing over this new year break. Like, let me know. I'm camping in the the backyard of my in-laws beach house. It's kind of cool, relaxing, sunny, hopefully, a bit of wind probably. I'm coming to you this with this episode pre-Christmas because I want to be away with my family, be present with my family but I still want to be with you as we hit the new year. So let's dive in to what you should be thinking about, you could be thinking about over this break period and into this new year. Now, I believe step number one is that you have to look back to move forward. If you want to move towards your goals, grow your salon, gain more freedom and more profit from your business, then you need to be clear not only on what your goals and objectives are, but also the action steps that you need to take to achieve them, right? Fair enough. Make your business amazing this year. Now, many of us take action without any planning. I am a big culprit at this. I tend to dive in first, plan later, but with a little bit of discipline, I have overcome this. And because it often results in stress and overwhelm when you're unprepared for the changes that growth can bring. I don't want this for you. Now, Benjamin Franklin, you know that famous guy, once said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. And many fail because they don't take the time to think ahead and plan for success. We're too busy being busy. But without a plan, you have no roadmap to tell you which routes you should take Uh, And that will take you from where you are to where you want to be. And also no tour guide to tell you like 
what to do once you get there. Planning ahead is a really important aspect of the dream achieving process. Trust me. By planning ahead, you become more proactive. You can foresee issues or roadblocks that might come your way and therefore plan actions to avoid the roadblocks or at least face them confidently. Imagine actually achieving the goals that you are creating right now. Imagine actually achieving those. Now, in order to plan for the year ahead, you need to get clear on what's been going on in 2020. Look back to look forward. The good and the not so good. We can learn so much, so many amazing lessons from doing this. It's such an important process. So let's begin. First, I have a treat for you. I have created a planner for you to get a head start because it is such an important part of the process. Now you can grab it, it's free, I've made it, made it for you for free and you can print it out and follow along and we can do this together. I'll pop the link in the show notes of this podcast at www.salonownerscollective.com. Now also on iTunes, it's all linked up, click on the link and I'll send it to you in Messenger. I'll also register you for my up and coming series, Master Your Inner Salon CEO. While I'm at it, I might as well, it's starting next week and I know that it will be transformational for your business this year. All right, let's look back to look forward. Let's review the planner. Maybe you need to pause this episode and uh, download it, print it, so you can come along the ride with me. Let's review. Okay. First of all, we need to look at what worked. We need to reflect our wins and our lessons. So you'll see in the planner that I have a little space for each of the things that have worked and the things that haven't. And I want you to pause and take a moment to step through this, or let's do it together. What has worked really well for you in 2019? But I also equally equally want you to write down what have you struggled with most? What have you struggled with most in 2019? Be honest, be truthful with yourself. What do you love working on? But also equally, what do you find a waste of energy? Write them down, jot them down. It's really important to look at both sides of the table. Now, what has got the best result from your team? And what strategies did not work with your team? Also note those down. What marketing and engagement strategies get the most attention from your clients and which marketing and engagement strategies were completely ignored? Tune into this. This is telling you really important information. So take the time to write those down. Now next, let's step into the first steps of our action plan. What are your top eight priorities and actions that need to happen in 2020? Now a lot of those might come from the exercise that you've just done prior, the things that worked that didn't work. Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Note the things that worked and make sure that they're on your plan for this year. And the things that didn't work, ensure they are not on your plan. Otherwise, you need to delete, delegate, or automate those processes so you don't need to be part of them. All right. Now that we have our top eight priorities, I want you to narrow it down a little bit to the first 90 days. What are you going to do in your first quarter? the first three months of 2020, like maybe you're going to plan six months worth of social media marketing, maybe you're going to increase your team sales by 10%, maybe you're going to delegate more duties to your team, maybe you need to relocate, maybe you need to bring in some new products, whatever it is, narrow down what are you going to do 
uh, in the first quarter. Now, the next box is what are, you, what are your top three priority action points that are going to happen in the next 30 days. Now, depending on when you listen to this, this might be January 2020. Now, it's a really important step-by-step -step process that you start big picture and you start to bring the action points closer and closer and keeping your priorities in an ABC type scenario. What is most important? What is going to move the needle? All right, the last page actually is helping you, giving you some accountability to make it happen. So accountability is really important, especially when we are the CEO of our business. Nobody else is going to do it for us. So we must manage and do it ourselves. So accountability, make yourself accountable with reminders everywhere. On your phone, on your calendar, pin, it, pin this to the wall. Uh, use it as your, use your sales goals, your passcode on your phone. Um, don't stuff this page in a drawer, think it's once and done, and then carry on with your life. This is not how we make success, people. <laughs> All right, the next thing is quarterly planning is so important. If you do this at the beginning of the year, you need to do it again if you want to keep momentum. So book it in your calendar now. The next quarter starts in April. Block it out, go through the process, be disciplined if you want 2020 to be your breakthrough year. Now, another important piece of um, accountability and making sure it actually happens is share it. When you share something publicly, you are more likely to follow through because you are less likely to want to be seen to fail publicly. So share it with your team. Tell them what you're doing. Share it with your loved ones and your family. And make sure that you are publicly committing to these acts so you actually follow through. All right. If you haven't got the planner, go and grab it. If you haven't already, it takes, uh, find a good spot. It takes about 20 minutes to sit down and go through this. Find a sunny spot if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. It's summer right now, hopefully. Grab a cool drink and put pen to paper. All right, let's step into step two of making 2020 your breakthrough year. And I believe for 2020 to be a breakthrough year, you really need to step into being a salon CEO. Master your inner salon CEO. Like I'm dedicating this year to helping owners do this because it's one of the most important transitions that you'll make in transforming your business from surviving to thriving. Like truly, I believe that it is the most important thing for 2020. I really should have made it number one. <laughs> So, so much so that I've actually created a whole masterclass series towards this topic. It's a huge piece of my Seller Mastery program, and I'm launching um, this free program, Master Your Inner Salon CEO, in January 2020, like soon. So let's dive into this piece in any case. First things first, you need to get off the floor, create some time, stop serving clients, and step fully into your role as Salon CEO. Okay. Don't freak out on me just yet. You don't have to come 100% off the floor. Well, not yet anyway. But let's face it, you simply can't be working in your business while also working on your business to the best of your ability. If you're serving clients and I ask you, who is running your business? If you're squeezing business growth activities between clients and 15-minute gaps or 10 o'clock at night, then do you know, honestly, this is no way to live. And if you're already off the floor and you're working more on it than in it, then I'm going to give you a virtual high five. 
that's for you. <laughs> to make a change this 2020, you need to make a change. So actually, uh, I have two favorite songs and I want to share them with you. And after this podcast, go and search them out and listen to them while you're walking, doing the dishes. And the first one is Michael Jackson. He's got the song, Make a Change. Um, I was about to break into song there, but I won't, I'll spare you. But there's another singer, he's a Kiwi come Australian called Stan Walker, and he has this great song, and the, the key message of it is, you can't change the world if you can't change yourself. And I believe that about you and your business. You can't change your business. You can't change your team. You can't change your profitability. You can't change the income that you make or the happiness of your clients until you can master yourself. So if you want 2020 to be the breakthrough year, then you actually need to invest time on change and stepping into your role as CEO and changing yourself. Your business will only be as good as you are. And I want you to step away from being stylist or therapist and even away from daily management and operations in due course. Now, this change and transition might not be a fast process. Don't worry about that. I'm not asking you to step off the floor tomorrow. <laughs> um, if you're a salon owner who is still fully on the floor, you need time to implement systems, structures, employ, grow new team members to ensure that, you, to ensure that your team will continue to, to thrive as you step up into, into your leadership role. Now, I know you're thinking, but I don't know what to do when I should be doing when I'm not serving clients or dealing with all the fireballs that my team throw me during the day. Like, how do I get off the mouse wheel? Well, I think this is a good question. It's a fair question. And if it feels like a huge leap from where you are now, well, that's okay. And, you know, you, you do need to be true to where you are in the journey at the moment. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a suggestion. I, uh, I want you to listen to an episode, if you haven't already, three stages every salon owner goes through. Now, in this episode I did earlier in the year, I take you through the, the thinking that what got you here to this moment will not get you there to where you're going. And I step you through the three roles of a business owner, the operator, the manager, and the CEO, and how to get through the particularly the management stage, the manager stage. It's the hardest one. If you have a team uh, between four and seven, then do you know what? This is the hardest phase. So many people don't progress past this stage because it's hard because you're often the operator and the manager and the CEO. And good God, if you're a mother and a wife and a, and a friend and you know, you have a, your own mother to care for or whatever else is going on in your life, it's tough. So in this episode, I talk about the things that you can do to step off the mouse wheel. I'm going to leave the link to the episode in the show notes of this uh, of this podcast, which you can find uh, on my website, www.salonownerscollective.com, or of course, just scroll down on iTunes. Also, if this, still, if this concept feels huge, then uh, there's another episode I want you to listen to, Creating Space to Transform Your Business or even the three things holding your salon success hostage. Go back and listen to those. I'm going to leave the links, uh, the link to those particular episodes. I want you to go and invest on those so you can really ready yourself to create the space to step into being a salon CEO. So I really want you to think through the role as the salon CEO. And in my Master Your Inner CEO Masterclass series coming up next week, I'm going to dive like, 
deep into this more deeply. We're going to dedicate a whole episode. I'm calling it a pod class. We're having a whole pod class with this. So I'm talking about the roles, responsibilities, and attributes of a salon CEO. Meanwhile, there are uh, three other things that I want to talk about in this episode to get you started in the right direction to have a breakthrough year in 2020. So what is the next step? Well, for me, the next step is having the right people on the bus. You have inadvertently chosen a team-based business to grow, like this business that you chose is a team-based business model. So you need to have a thriving team to grow, to be successful. And for your team to thrive, to make sales, to reach targets, you need to have a culture that your team wants to be in, stay in, grow in, you know, for the long term. So I want to give you my top team tips to ensure 2020 is your breakthrough year. The first one is attract, hire, and fire the right people. Now, this, this is a hard one, right? I know that the biggest block to growth is having the wrong people on your team. I also know that you potentially don't even realize how much it's blocking you. And I know this because I've worked with uh, over 300 salon owners now in my time at Salon Owners Collective. And I see it time and time again. And the, and the tricky thing is it's hard to see the true impact because especially if that person, that wrong person is your lead stylist or worse, your manager. So I want to encourage you to decide to demand best performance in 2020. So your business and your dreams actually have a chance to emerge and thrive. And if they can't get on the bus, if they choose, they can't get on your bus, it's okay you can graciously let them off. Like, don't hang on to them because you're scared to follow through of the letting go process maybe. Scared you won't find someone else to replace them. Scared they won't like you. Or maybe they'll feel mad at you, especially if you have some relationship with them. This is not CEO behavior. So if you need help attracting the right people, then I've got an episode for you to listen to. Uh, finding your perfect team and I actually think I call it uh, why attracting your team is like dating uh, because it is it's exactly like dating you want to find the people that love you you love them and we need to attract people um, it's a different mindset so I'm going to take you through how your team can be your strength or your weakness the process that will attract a rock star team so um, in that episode, I talk about three steps to creating attention-grabbing ads, how to speak to your ideal employee in your ads so you get the right people. I've even got a checklist for you. So I'm going to leave the link to that episode in these show notes so you can go and listen to it if you know that you have to attract great people. And maybe you need to let go of some people, let some people graciously off the bus, give them permission to step away. Because honestly, it's one of the biggest blocks that will block this year from being a breakthrough year for you. Now, just remember, great people work for great bosses, like good CEOs. <laughs> so if you're not getting good quality applicants, it's because those great staff have already interviewed you. Yep, you guessed it, they've already stalked you. Don't you worry, they have stalked you, your business. And if they are choosing not to apply, it's because they are, choo they are choosing not to choose you. 
So meanwhile, you can see why investing in being your best CEO self that you possibly can is uber important. So let's teach, let's touch on team and culture because I think it needs some focus in 2020, in my humble opinion. Because if your team, if your team are annoying you or you are frustrated with them, then it's actually time to have a look in the mirror because I think you need to show up first. You are the adult in this relationship. You are the CEO. You are the owner. It's a tough call. Don't worry. I get it. It's totally a tough call. You set the culture first by, first of all, by how you show up in the business. If your culture sucks, it's because you're not showing up and you're letting it suck. Yep. Another tough look in the mirror. Yeah. Yikes. I know, right? Well, People will treat you exactly how you let them. Like building or improving your culture actually requires working on how you communicate, how you behave together, how you show up as a CEO. Because working and building on a culture that doesn't include he said, she said, bullying, uh, complaining, you know, really it lives in the leadership role, to be honest, because it's you that leads this culture. And without a good culture first, you can't lead a team to perform well. Like how can they perform well for clients if they can't, uh, if they're not being led into a great culture? A bad culture blocks growth. So get it on your planner um, and get that as part of your 2020 plan to work on culture. If you haven't got it on there, make sure you get it on there. Um, what will you do about it? What time will you make available to have a thriving culture in 2020? And you wonder why I want you to get off the floor because you ain't got no time for clients. People ask me why their teams aren't performing or they aren't turning up on time or what they should do about it. Well, the answer really is because you're not investing the right amount of time in them. Like humans need time. Don't worry too much though, um, baby steps, baby steps. And step four to having a breakthrough year might surprise you. So. I think step four is do less to make more or maybe slow down to speed up. If something needs to change, then it's time to start doing less to achieve more and moving faster. I know that might sound like a contradiction in terms, but hang in there. <laughs> the magic is in the doing, but doing the right things. So it's time to get started. I actually talked about this recently in my Christmas countdown series, actually. And there are four things to think about to ensure that you slow down to speed up. Slow down to speed up. All right, the first one is work smarter, not harder. Focus on delivery, quality, and satisfaction in terms of your client service delivery. Over deliver, but don't overcommit. The happiness and reputation of your salon relies on it. Follow the rule of quality over quantity. Tell your team to focus on less people who spend more, you know, rather than more people who spend less. Now, let's do a quick example. If you compare 200 clients, all of which spend $100, $20,000, or you could choose 400 clients who spend $50, which is also $20,000. The, the net result is the same, but the first option means less stress for your team, happier clients, more time, more relaxed, Happy people, happy team, happy clients, happy owner, happy profit. All right, does that make sense? Less is more. 
All right, next thing, do things that actually work and let go of what doesn't. Seems really obvious and clear, but until you do the process of looking back to look forward, it's really hard to remember what's worked and what's not worked. You'll uncover some of the things in that planning session that we just did, right? Focus on the things that moved the needle and let go of the things that don't. Sometimes we get so in the habit of doing X, Y, and Z that we don't even realize or we don't look and check to see that it's working. Ensure as you step into 2020 that you have some sort of measurement in place so you know if things are working and if you continue to do them or not, as the case may be. You've got limited time available as a business owner, as a mother, as a daughter, as um, a stylist, a therapist, a CEO, a manager. So don't invest in the things that don't serve you or your business. So it has to be balanced, of course, with, with allowing yourself to test new things. Of course, you must test and try new things, but measure, test and measure, test and measure. And if things aren't working, get rid of them quick smart. Okay, next step, create space for creativity. If your best ideas are coming to you in the shower, then you have a CEO problem. Your role as CEO is to be the visionary, the creative one, so you can lead your business to be its best self. I mean, this is why we got into business in the first place, right? If you're so bogged down, busy being busy, you've actually got no space to think strategically or problem solve uh, the things that need solving. My solution, do you want to know what my solution for you is for 2020? book more holidays, have time off. Like the future of your business actually requires you to do so. Book in some self-care. You will have better output as a result of that self-care and white space holidays. In 2020, we're even considering a four-day work week for exactly this research because research, uh, for exactly this reason, because research shows an increase in productivity when you lower volume. So remember, work smarter, not harder. Okay. The last one I want to touch on is leverage. Leverage and scale. I want, to know, I want you to know what these words mean and think about them um, in, in order for you to have a breakthrough year. Now, leverage and scale is about an unequal amount of input to output. So that means that the output could, can increase without you having to increase input. Now when you cut hair by the hour, I had hour appointments in my salon, so we'd have one client one hour and that's fine and that's great for a stylist. But as you step into manager and as you step into CEO or as you step into wanting to grow and have a breakthrough, yeah, this is not going to work because there's a limited number of hours that you have available. Like you've got the same amount of hours as Beyonce or Barack Obama or whoever is, you know, um, changing the world right now. You have the same amount of hours as them. So what are you choosing to do with your hours? Now, if you charge your client $100, maybe your average client bill is $100, and you spend an hour doing that, you have invested an hour and earned your business $100. Okay? Depending on your profit margin, what is the profit that you get from that? But if you spent an hour with your team, let's say you've got five on your team and you spend an hour with them, and you teach and train them how to upsell, upgrade, customer care, do all the things. And now those five people can go out into the world, into your salon world, and serve clients and earn $100 per hour for every client. 
Well, that's $500 times 38 hours every week, 52 weeks of the year. I call that leverage and scale. This is a better input, of, uh, an investment of an hour of your life. Because if you spend an hour with a client, you're capped. You're limited in what you can do. All right, I hope you're excited by now, and you should be. There's one more thing that I need you to get into place to have a breakthrough year in 2020, and that is get help. And that and that's it. Don't go it alone. Like, business is lonely enough, right? People around you don't often understand what it's like to be in business. They either look up to you, and then you feel like a fraud because they think you're this amazing thing, which of course you are, they think that you're, or they think that you're mad working all the hours, you know, like like you do, or they think that you work your own hours and you're at your own business, and they wonder why you can't catch up with them for lunch or for coffee. Either way, they misunderstand. I believe that you should always be getting help and growing and run your business. I've always had some sort of network around me or coach. I'm not formally trained in business. I learned it all the hard way from life experience and paid and over the years I have paid hundreds of thousands of dollars in educating myself in business and also I had the right people around me so first things first getting help speeds up the learning process and fast tracks knowledge not to mention it minimizes mistakes because you get the benefit of those who have made the mistake for you essentially and now can teach you the right way or the best way or at a minimum how to avoid the pitfalls. It's really a shortcut from someone who's been there done that. Personally I believe in having a balance from outside of the industry and from within. This way you get lots of fresh ideas and different perspectives as well as specific ways of working things uh, from your specific needs in the industry because let's face it we're a pretty unique industry right we're unique I like that. So you need three types of support networks, networks in your world in my opinion. First someone that is way ahead of where you are where you want to be someone who has been where you are going. Also, you need someone who's just a few steps ahead of you, who's doing what you want to be doing. And then you also need someone who's right there in it with you. You want a good community of salon owners, the same level, level as you doing what it is that you're doing, you know, your peers. Now take time to think about what support you're going to put into place for 2020. Sometimes you need a guiding light because it's simple. You simply don't know what you don't know. And being part of something that will show you what's even possible, stretch your mind. And if you look at all the people in history who are killing it in business today or in the past, you know, they haven't gone it alone. They haven't struggled with the battles alone. No, they've had advisors, coaches, mentors, community, learning. Show me a pro athlete who doesn't have a coach. And you're no different. If you want to make the 2020 your breakthrough there, then, yeah, then this is a must for you. All right. Before we wrap up, my last thought is this, how will you choose to get help in 2020? Now I've had some great coaches myself and I've done some great programs, but I've also had some mismatches as well. So here's my quick fire tips on choosing where you'll get support and help and how you'll make the most of it in 2020. Choose someone you know, you like, you trust, get to know them, what they stand for because what you're paying for is their version of success, their pathway and their way of thinking and doing things. Because often there's more than one way of doing things. There's more than one way to success. 
And by choosing one company or one person or one way of doing things, you're committing to that way and allow and, and then of course follow through to completion. For example, if you try to follow too many guides or mentor, mentors, now I've done this, it'll totally confuse you because one will say A and the other will say B. And what happens is you step into overwhelm and you don't actually move forward. So choose someone you resonate with um, as an, a, you know, a person, agree with their values, their style. And remember, a sprinkle of gut instinct goes a long way. Learn lots about them and then dive in 100% committed. Do the work. Make time to show up. Do the work. Follow through. Trust the process. Be open and be co coachable to change. Make 2020 your breakthrough year. Become the CEO that you know is inside of you and find some help. Get a head start into the year and smash it. Okay. That's what I have to say about that. Now, by the way, remember to register for my masterclass podcast series. It's all about how to master your inner CEO and live a life of freedom and profit. Now, I would love you to come and join me. It's free. It's launching really soon, like next week. Make sure you sign up. Uh, you know where the link is. It's in all the places. You can't miss it. I'm going way deeper on these topics to help you through. And of course, Happy New Year. Have fun, be safe, spend time with people, switch off, be present uh, and come and join me for the Masterclass series and otherwise I shall look forward to seeing you same time, same place next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Tune in each week as we reveal the latest insight and advice on what it takes to make your salon a success today. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast on iTunes or visit us online at salonownerscollective.com for answers to your common questions, to follow Larissa and much more. Thanks for listening. See you next time.